Welcome to the Interwilderness Podcast. This is a, a special show. Well, it's one of a series one of, of series, special yeah. short shows with just Daryl and I because we are both in the States for the first time. Neither of us had been to North America. We're in Seattle right now for another couple of days, having been here for a couple of days, and then we'll be heading to Montana. Road trip in it. We did. We we asked we asked the people online on Facebook and on Instagram if you want us to just do these kind of short podcasts which in the video world would be kind of a vlog wouldn't it yeah we were trying to decide what they were what they were going to be called and i was trying to be smart and daryl just told me that it would be a podcast <laughs> i think it just would be it's just talking isn't yeah. it uh so yeah we're we're in we're in seattle it's 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 been I'm, I'm a bit tired actually now yeah i'm still not quite adjusted from the the eight hour time zone difference but we've had a good cup good and busy couple of days we brought the snow from scotland here i, I kind of thought um, snow wouldn't be an unusual thing here, knowing how much snow is in Montana, which is a 10-hour drive away. But apparently it hadn't snowed here for three years. Yeah, they've had two days of snow in three years, and it really did bring the place to a halt. Yeah. Yeah, people were freaking out a little bit. There was, there's, I think we were told today there's 50 gritters for the entire city. And most of them weren't from here. No, you yeah. said there was eight for the city, uh, and, the, for and the rest <laughs> were brought in. From somewhere else. So the first morning that we uh, had to drive out from our Airbnb to go and do what we were doing, it was a very, very slow and very scary journey. I've never seen a highway that wasn't clear before. Like, it was it was pretty crazy, actually, because, you know, it was like 12 miles or something on a main highway or a, motor, a, a, a motorway yeah. kind of thing. And not a single lane had been touched by it. We didn't see a gritter or anything in that whole time not period. Not until later that day. Yeah, the whole time period, so it was really sketchy. I mean, it wasn't much snow, though, that's the thing. No, no we'd had far more um, yeah. in the last week. Uh, but yeah, it made, it made it for interesting So driving. a lot of shops didn't open, and a lot of people didn't go to work. And the schools were off today. And I'm not joking, There was you're lucky if there was an inch of snow on the ground. Yeah. And the roads are pretty pretty clear we always take the piss out of people down <laughs> south when they're moaning about a bit of uh, a bit of snow and we get more regular snow up in scotland but i think it was probably worse here <laughs> i think they really did take the opportunity just to bunk off bunk off uh work but it's been great seattle's been good to us so far it's a cool place it's quite a i mean the city seems to be quite small the center of the city yeah. but the overall place is quite sprawling and it's over big bridges onto islands and yeah you kind of big national parks way over that we can't even see from here <laughs> you saw, saw the mountains though from yeah. here but you kind of need a car to get around because you know it's fairly big distances between everything yeah. like two three four miles between kind of places you want to be like shops and uh but we uh, had a little walk into town, went to the aquarium today. We did. I haven't been to... I am a, a big fan of aquariums, uh, but it's been many years since I've been to one at home. We've got some very good ones back at home. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see some different species. We saw some giant octopus today being fed. <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to let go of the food. No, and uh, lots of seals. Interestingly, at this aquarium, everything is either saved or bred there. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's either like you know captive bred or they've been rescued. I think yeah. most of the the otters have been rescued. Yeah, they were incredible animals. <laughs> yeah, and they totally are the dogs of the sea. The the the, the octopus. They were from the local. They were from there because they they said that they put them back. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I didn't quite get that one because they wouldn't have been safe, but they were going to return them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure how they came by those. But I think, from my understanding, it's quite of a quite a big research place. research center. So they yeah. were talking about the research on sharks, where they were feeding and monitoring sharks just out the back of the aquarium. Yeah. Uh, and I dare say that they probably do a lot of research into some other species as well. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh, well, well, I was going to say that the first thing that we did was um, very um, well. We tried to be sort of as American as possible, coming landing for the first day because the Super Bowl was on. Oh yes, uh, it was. Yes, so we went to the a, a pub and watched the Super Bowl or the first half of the Super Bowl and had all you can eat ribs, uh, prawns, and chicken. And also, we went. There was a waffle place today, and you can have chicken wings on your waffles. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was one of the second things. Which you could have the uh, the sausages, the uh, chorizo sausages, uh, but also the second option was chicken wings on it. I've never seen a waffle with chicken wings on it before. To me, that would just be a pain in the ass because <laughs> there's bones in there. <laughs> bones in it. We've done the waffles. We've done very, very good bagels and uh, all you can eat and half a Super Bowl. So I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah, we are. And we've had some good coffee. Yeah, from various different places. No Starbucks, even though the, the HQ of Starbucks is here. We've not had a Starbucks yet. What a colossal building that is. There's st- little Starbucks uh, uh, buses ferrying people around all over the city, wherever you look. Yeah. For the employees there. But in, what, in two days' time, we're going to be making the almost 1,000-mile drive to Montana. We are up to, well, through Bozeman and then up to Livingston. So if there's anywhere on the way that if you've ever done that kind of journey, let us know and we'll we'll try and stop there because we go through Idaho as well. Yeah, that it'll. I, I'm really looking forward. I wasn't looking forward to the road trip really before coming here, but now having settled in for a few days, I, I'm looking forward to the the journey up. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see some mountains. See some mountains. See some snow, and we have been speaking to a contact of ours here who actually lives in Montana and is going back to Montana during the period of time that we're going to be there and he has told us some locations in Yellowstone to go and see the bison so I'm very excited about that yeah and and he highlighted to us where some of the wolf packs are as well yeah so that's pretty special getting to go to Yellowstone which I guess is like the the pin-up poster of Of national uh, national parks around the world well our national park the Cairngorms National Park was essentially Based, based on the Yellowstone, we yeah. just we just don't have wolves. That's all, uh, or bears, <laughs> or elk, <laughs> yeah, or a lot of the other species they have there. But just in terms of how how the park was set up, they certainly looked at, at Yellowstone, yeah, as a basis for setting up. So, yeah, it's it's going to be quite an experience. And I'm not sure whether we're going to uh, how we, you can drive into certain parts of the park which are open at this time of year, and, and the, the rest, rest is closed. So you can either take sled dogs or snowmobiles or there's also like snowmobile buses yeah yeah yeah, that can take you so i quite fancy my snowmobiling skills yeah well we did did quite a lot of it it, yeah i enjoyed riding a snow bike and i imagine it's probably a little bit easier because in svalbard it was just ice you were driving on most of the time this would be actual snow the amount of times i spun out on the uh, on the snow bike because you know 
the problem is when you're on the um, the fjords, as soon as you get a wind, that snow just gets all blown off, and then it's just ice. And then you can't your your front blades don't cut anything. No, it's just like driving on an ice rink with a car. <laughs> it was a good experience, though. It was it good because if you can drive on ice, you can drive on anything. We are going to be interviewing a lot of interesting people while we're in Montana. We um, we're going to get grab an interview with Chris Douglas, who works for Filson, but is um, an awesome photographer and a previous rodeo cowboy <laughs> in another life. So we're going to grab an interview with him. Uh, I know Ben O'Brien, who we have had on the podcast before and is now part of the Meat Eater crew, is going to be back home in Montana during the period of time that we were there, and I did chat to him, and he said he would be free for a podcast, so we're going to get one in person with him, which is going to be great, and I might see if we can have a look around PT2HQ as well, because, <laughs> I mean, that's where he's going to be going to work, so. yeah, yeah. and that's in, in Bozeman, where we're going to be spending a bit of time, and uh, at the end of our trip, I know that Charles Post, who is another guest who's been on before, but it wasn't a podcast in person, uh, is going to be around, so we're going to grab a podcast with him. And he's given me a long list of very interesting people, including um, guys at the Wild Sheep Foundation, backcountry hunters and anglers, um, some of the, the state biologists who look after sage grouse and the mountain lion projects there, uh, which we're all making contact with and hopefully going to record podcasts. So podcast heaven while we're over here. It is. Our brains are going to be fried. <laughs> so yeah. And of course, Tyler from Modern Huntsman. We'll... we'll might as well grab another podcast with them since yeah, we're staying with them. Might as well. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the idea. Is we'll have podcasts and th- they will go out over the next year. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll try we'll get and, 12. We'll try and get 12. spread them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow's going to be an exciting day, though. Yes, it is. We're um, we're meeting up with uh, Devon and uh, who's a podcast listener. Yeah, has been for quite a long time, and uh, we're going to go and see his police dog and. Uh, and hopefully have a look around this precinct if it's not too crazy there, because I know that they've they've had uh, a crazy few days, and I guess with the adverse weather, they've probably been probably a little been busier. bit busier than than normal. But it'll be good just to hang out with the police force here. And yeah, and also he's going to spend the day with us, take us around to have a local take us around the place. Mm. Yeah. So um, we have also found a CrossFit gym nearby. We have. Uh, we've been consciously, well, one, the food's so good here and there's always so much of it that we figured that we probably needed to do something exercise-wise <laughs> while we're here, but also for the last, well, last six months in a sort of concerted effort, uh, doing a lot of working out at home just to stay in shape for a lot of big projects and awesome places that we've got coming up in the next 18 months. Um, so it would be a shame to let that all slide while we're over here so we've been finding places that we can go to the gym and we found one i'm trying to think of the name of it so we can give them a shout out 452 425 i think crossfit Uh, daryl can look it up but uh it's not too far from where we're staying at at an airbnb and we we basically just rocked up spoke to the owner said that we were 425 i was right 45 so crossfit 45 in seattle and uh, that we were at an affiliate gym over in Scotland. We were just here for a few days, and we just wanted to see what the deal was, if we could come and work out for you know a couple of sessions and use the gym space. And uh, he was an absolute gent and said, yeah, by all, by all means, just come and help yourself. He, if people are trying to continue their training, he uh, 
he just wants to help. Mm. So very kindly we used the gym last night and hopefully we're going to use it again tonight. And then we'll we'll find another place when we head up to Montana. Yeah. Well, we, there is one in Livingston. Yes. So we'll be uh, we'll be going there. But you contacted them already. I you? have, yeah. Yeah. I was um, I was going to say so when this show comes out then you don't need to wait long and then the long show comes out. So only it'd be a day between the the two shows and that's going to be a three hour well it'll be three and a half hours or something uh, by the time we've put the intro on the the start and end and it's going to be a really really good show yeah with Sam Thompson who was on almost exactly a year ago yes we've completely forgot to mention we've been in the Filson store for the last two days (laughs) yeah we have (laughs) (laughs) which uh, what a store yeah I mean it's probably in terms of layout it's one of the coolest stores I've ever been in. There's big shiny chainsaws and old, uh, old-fashioned saw blades and boats and skis and snowshoes and everything outdoorsy all on the walls in this massive building with big open girders all across the roof. And it's the HQ, so there's not just a huge shop front. I think it's the biggest shop front they have. As soon as you walk down the bottom, you just see like the whole bottom floor is kind of they're making it. Yeah, yeah, they're manufacturing the bags. Though. So I think they manufacture somewhere else as well, don't they? Yeah, there's another store yeah. that we haven't been to yet. Yeah. So as soon as you walk in, there's a full manufacturing level, and then you walk up, and then there's the store, and then there's like another three levels on top of that, which is just full of teams of people. And it's only when you kind of start looking at the teams and what everyone does, and you appreciate how much thought just goes into one garment. You you don't think, oh, there's a let's just say a shirt, for example. Okay, we want to make a shirt. Yeah, okay, th- there's a shirt that'll do. It does not like that at all. <laughs> there is so much it thought, blows you away. thought that just goes into every little stitch, button, you name it. Mm. And it's proper hardcore gear. Yeah. Like old school, how things used to be made. That's how it, oh, that's how it came across to me. So you can actually understand the price because it is kind of the upper end of, of pricing for clothing. And But when you look at it being handmade and then you could have potentially a team of well it goes through every team there basically so you could have i don't know like 50 60 people that have worked on that an aspect of an aspect yeah. of developing that garment let alone the people that have made it yeah. then you know you look at that you've that's a lot of people that have gone into it it's a pretty rare thing to be able to walk into a shop and see as you as you're walking in potentially the stuff that you might buy in the future being manufactured underneath. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not hidden or anything. You know, you just see the whole whole everything that's being manufactured you can see across the whole floor. And because it's like manufactured they're saying basically, you know, let's say they they make a shirt and they make two hundred, a batch of two hundred of them and it, they run out of the size. It could be months before you get another size because it takes them a while to actually make them. Yeah, it's and not do, mass manufacturing. And they make um, like one-off runs of things, and yeah, yeah, they, they, they'll never make again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hopefully, we're going to be telling you more about the the Filson story in the coming year. Yeah, because so. they've got some great connections with um, with Scotland, actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, we will. Uh, I've had a good time wandering yeah. around there and meeting all the people. Byron's bought some stuff. I have. I've got myself a new two new jackets and shirt. It's it's definitely a store that if you are ever in the states you need to oh, visit. Oh yeah, uh, we don't know what the London store's like, so 
I don't know if you live in London, go and give it a visit. Go and see, I guess go yeah. and see what it's like because we don't actually know. No, we need to we need to go down and see the guys there. But um, I, I know that this is the biggest store that they have yeah. in the world. So oh, it's it, it's it's big. It's yeah. very big. And they've got a big bear, a big <laughs> carved bear, and a totem pole when yeah. you walk up. Yeah. And I tell you, actually, one of the one of the I thought one of the coolest things of the the shop floor was just as you come in. There was today. There was three people working on it. Yesterday there was two. Um, they were. Um, they had all these old military bags that they were remanufacturing into things. Yeah. And you see them making it, li- literally pushing rivets in and hammering rivets over. Not even rivet guns. Yeah. And they had like a repair department as well, whole and, and, and a patch department. patch department, so you could take your garments in and get patches and, and extra buttons put on and things like that. I think that's one of the things that I you know, we don't see much of these days, is we live in a very disposable world where if something breaks or the stitching comes undone, something wears out, you just throw it away. You go and buy a new yeah. pair or you know a new shirt or whatever. Whereas the stuff there is definitely designed to last for a very, very long time and be repaired. Yes. That, that's the point of it. And there are people there with the skill to do it. Whereas a lot of that, the super mass-produced, it's never designed to be repaired. It's designed to be binned. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I like, having, I like having garments that... Have a patch on them. Have <laughs> <laughs> a patch on that are 20 years old that have a bit of history to them. They definitely, even in the same price bracket, actually, they have a couple of jackets that look almost spitting image of barbers. Mm. Except the material's about four times the weight. Yeah, yeah. In so terms it's of like, like it's the like, cotton. It's like, like old pro- It's probably what, when you have the stories of like your granddad saying, oh, my barber jacket lasted 35 years, and it was <laughs> like the really old one. It's like the equivalent of that, and yeah. I, I think they come in at exactly the same price. I don't think there'll be much in it, yeah. Uh, so no, we were, I was very impressed. Very, very impressed. Impressed enough to go and spend some hard-earned cash. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a pretty good trip over, actually, before we we wrap up. We we flew from... It's an easy flight. From Edinburgh to London, and then from London to Seattle was less than nine hours. It was like eight hours, 45. And you skip right over the top of the the Arctic. So you go, uh, basically, it's kind of annoying because you fly back over Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit annoying that you have to go to London to then fly back over Edinburgh and Glasgow to then go north. But you kind of uh diagonal straight to Iceland and you you fly straight over the top of Iceland. What's really cool is that in, in, in the yeah, in that time in the morning it was continuously sunrise all the way across. Chasing the sun. And uh so we flew over Iceland, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, so you could see the entire island and then we went across to Greenland and basically from like Iceland to Greenland was just like patches of ice in the in the the sea, and then from Greenland all the way to uh, Canada was just icebergs and ice and glaciers. And it, it was pretty spectacular. The the mountain ranges with the snow, and then the sort of broken water amongst the ice. We took some pictures actually, which we'll we'll try and get up at some point. Yeah, the mountain ranges were absolutely incredible. Maybe want to go to Greenland. Yeah, that's, that's what it's done. <laughs> It's yeah, but it's vast. It looks so big. You don't. If you've never looked at Greenland on a map before, on a world map, go and look at it. Go and look at it. Bear in mind that maps are tend not to be to, to scale. scale. There's, there's di- the, I, I really need to look up what the different types of maps are called because there's different 
maps. So you got like a geopolitical map, which I think is actually what most maps are. Most of with all the different colored countries. Yeah. yeah. And so if you look at those maps, like the UK looks pretty big, and then you uh, yeah, America, <laughs> America and Australia. New Australia Zealand, is normally New, undersized, New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it's normally undersized, and New Zealand's always like tucked right in the corner. But if they they were actually to scale. Australia would basically make everything look like a dwarf, and America's pretty damn big as well. Uh, but Greenland is colossal, absolutely colossal. I think but it, most of it's ice. <laughs> I think if you've never looked at it on a map before, it's going to shock you. There's this country that no one ever really talks about, and it's massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. Well, I mean, that's why the oil companies and that are all got interest there, because... It's not that accessible as in the oil, but one day it might be if they heat up the planet enough. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I think that'll probably do for yeah. the, our first short podcast. I mean, we as we travel up, so probably when we do the next show, we will have done the road trip yes. all the way up to yeah, Montana. And it's then, up, it's more sideways. Oh Yeah, okay. Up and across, <laughs> more sideways. I don't think there's any Is up. there no up? There's no up, it's down. Oh, no, because we yeah, the Canadian border's just <laughs> yeah, above us. We're up. <laughs> we need to go down. Okay, so when we go over... Yeah. to uh, Montana we will have done the, the road trip and started to meet a few more people and see a few more things so hopefully we'll have some more stories to tell 